this was kind of a bait and switch. Not because of the director, but because I am very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that I was going to be picking a movie about giving drugs to zoo animals, and we wound up watching Day of the Animals instead, which is a totally different film. It, yeah, that's very true. Instead, Day of the Animals is about giving drugs. But, okay, so uh, Day of the Animals, I was trying to find yeah, a not different just the movie. Zoo. A, not just yeah. the zoo. Yeah. It's it's out of the zoo now. Welcome to Rough, Rough Cuts. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. It's gonna be a rough trip. Are you big and bad enough to handle it? Although the effect on living organisms is not yet known, people are being advised to remain indoors whenever possible, especially those in high altitude areas where the sun's rays would be naturally stronger. Dog, I told you that sun seemed damn peculiar today. Hi, I'm your host, Ilion, and my wonderful co-host, the Boyks. Uh, Hello. I, we haven't recorded we, an Audacity. Do we record an Audacity? We should probably record an Audacity. All right. Uh, yeah. Three, two, one, recording an Audacity. Uh, do you want to start it off with the uh, host again? We'll do that. Yeah, yeah I'll edit it in. <laughs> it's no! <fine. laughs> no! I can edit. I can edit. Edit. I just chop out that part. We still have the intro. <laughs> no, but like the, in the intro was it's good. It's probably we fine. It's probably fine. Unless the website fine. crashes again. I guess the... Okay, sure. If That's what my I mean, point if... is. Hi, welcome to... Well, I mean, if we do that, then we have to do the whole intro again. What are we doing? I'll just ask you if we have to do that. We'll record it again for 20 seconds. It's fine. <laughs> fine. We're professionals. Please pay us. Our Patreon is Rough Cuts Podcast. We have a TikTok. We have a Twitter. Give us money. <laughs> we do this. this is professional. It's done well. This you know what's also professional? Already. This movie. This movie was very professional. It had actors doing doing things. It had a... It had an animal coordination attack person that was famous for doing stuff. What was his name again? I, I don't remember. Their, something, Michael Cox, something like that. Something Cox, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Hawk. So Mike Hawk did all <laughs> of the animals in the, in the movie. And uh, they were, those, those were good, I guess. I guess. Uh, the animal trainer was fine. It's fine. It's the animal fine. training stuff was good. I the one thing I read about this film on Wikipedia mm. when I was looking it up is that Leslie Nielsen was very impressed by the bear. I I would also have been impressed by that bear. It was a big bear. Yeah, that was a big bear. Why was he impressed by the bear? I because it acted well and gave him a hug. Okay, I guess. Yeah. But the, uh, the point also, is... Also, it's Monty Cox who did the uh, Monty that, now. And, I knew it was uh, M. Cox something. I didn't remember. Yeah. Yeah, M. Cox. <laughs> M. Cox. Yeah. Come on. But, okay, so uh, Day of the Animals. 
I was trying to find a different movie called Wild Beasts, mm-hmm. which was also from like seventies, eighties, about animals going wild and attacking people. Yeah, and I I misremembered it as Day of the Animals. Sure did. Which, which is way different. <laughs> which is very different. This movie yeah. is interesting. Not because of the movie necessarily, but also a lot because of the director, William Girdler. Mm-hmm. Girdler? Girdler. It's Girdler. I think it's Girdler, yeah. Yeah, it's Girdler. I feel like I'm, like, gargling something when I say it. I'm like... Girdler. Like like you're speaking their their true name? (laughs) Yes, goddammit. Well, I mean, mean, maybe I'll summon him because apparently he's fucking missing. Yeah, so William Girdler is a indie... was... I don't know. Is? Who knows? An indie director in the 70s who made a bunch of B-movie schlock and knockoffs, including uh, Grizzly, which Mm. won, like, best independent film in 76 as a Jaws knockoff with a bear. It Wait, it won awards? Yeah. I've a heard a lot about Grizzly. Movie. Okay. Like a I... legitimate film. And mm, and then he spent mm. all that money making more and more knockoffs to the point where uh, he got sued for making a Jaws knockoff called, or, or at least purchasing the rights to a Jaws knockoff, one of the two, um, called White Shark, which got sued to hell. So then he just embezzled a shitload of money. And disappeared, never to be seen again. Well, he... Okay. I'm reading something different because it says That's that he what died I in a... I'm reading that he died in a helicopter crash in Manila. Are you sure? In 78. Yep. Did he jump Did he jump out of a plane with a bunch of money and disappear? <laughs> he did not D.B. Cooper, although I would did love to see Girdler. Girdler versus D.B. Cooper would be interesting. Now that's a film. It would have a bunch of hunky guys. Are you guys, maybe shirtless. thinking of the... Uh, producer Edward L. Uh, maybe Montoro? I looked up the film. I looked disappearance. Up the film, so. Yes, the okay. Girdler did not do White Shark. Okay, Edward L. Montoro, the writer and producer of this movie, is the one that uh, tried to do Great White. Is what it was called. It wasn't White mm, Shark. It was called Great White. Okay. And he embezzled over a million dollars from their bank accounts and vanished. Um, Girdler, the director, he ended up dying in Manila and he never stole any money. Weird. I wonder, I I clicked on, man, (laughs) I definitely chose one of the directors on one of the websites I went to to find that information. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so one of the websites must be wrong about the director then and they put the yeah, writer they're, they're just wrong about the who the director is because it was produced Fair and enough. written by edward l montoro who disappeared william girdler died shortly after just a year later because it's 1978 is when he died and maybe it's he a conspiracy scouting locations for a project uh-huh. well it was five for... it was uh six years uh-huh, after that uh-huh, that uh-huh, montoro uh-huh. disappeared so that would be interesting <laughs> anyways huh. There's some interesting backstory to yeah, the film. There's a lot of stuff going around this. Like, it's a very... It feels like a lot of drama in the indie knockoff film scene of, like, the 70s and 80s around yeah. all of these characters. Like, 
the director and the producer and stuff because I mean they're it's just them making knockoffs of other movies over and over because this movie is also a knockoff almost for sure of oh yeah it's definitely like a birds knockoff or something similar if it not takes birds. a lot of notes from something like the birds yeah uh, where it's just animals going wild it's weird though because like it's billed as a horror film mm-hmm. i don't think this is a horror movie it, it but there's no. horror elements that i yes. i also don't think it's a suspense movie or a thriller which is what it's sort of billed as as it's different no, there's times, no suspense yeah. <laughs> there's almost no thriller moments <sighs> Yeah, the problem is, is that this movie is, and I mean, we've talked about this a lot, but it la- this movie, more than most of the ones that we've even mentioned this in, lacks focus. It doesn't know what it wants to be because it's got horror stuff in it with them being attacked by all the animals and that's kind of horror things. But then it also kind of does this like, the suspense thing of, oh, who's betraying who kind of stuff, which... Like the yeah. thing or the mist or all that, like all of them pushed to the edge and breaking down and fighting each other, which I mean, those two themes can kind of go together. But then it also has like this big apocalypse thing happening in the background because the animals are going wild everywhere. But the movie is only focused on, oh, what was it? Like eight people at the beginning? A dozen? It's a large like group of people. It's a fairly yeah. large group, yeah. It's at least a dozen. Yeah. But like eight or a dozen people kind of wandering around the woods. And I'm guessing that that was because it's free to shoot in the woods, baby. In the woods. Yeah. You could save a lot of money. But yeah, uh, yeah like it's, Although, it's kind the, of the focused of, on them. But I mean, you could save a lot of money, but this was also a 1.2 million budget film in 77. Yeah. No, it that's had a budget. lot of money. <laughs> yes. Because it came off of the success of Grizzly, which did really, yeah. really well for this guy. Uh, and so they decided they could just redo that again. I, I mean, here's the thing. This movie starts out, it's so unbelievable that they undercut their entire movie right from the beginning because broad strokes of the movie, animals go wild and attack people while they're on a hike. And they all just inexplicably start, inexplicably start killing everybody. Except it's not inexplicably because the title scroll of the movie explains why they're attacking and how and just goes through the entire plot and undercuts any like ending that you could have where they make it back to civilization and it's like, oh no, the animals everywhere are crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit less the beginning crawl and more the beginning news story that happens as the as they're watching that too sure. the beginning crawl is sort of like a environmentalist this is what's going to happen if you don't fix the ozone layer yes but that's what i'm saying but, is they both, but the both movie explain it yeah right after that it's like oh by the way the ozone's causing everybody to go crazy watch out ha ha 
And then everybody in town's like, oh, that's weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, two things in a yeah. row. Like, right away, yeah. the, there's the scroll that says, like, we've been releasing CFCs into the atmosphere, and it's building a hole in the ozone, and who knows what the consequences are. Maybe it'll be like this. And then it goes to a news crawl that explains that all animals are going nuts because we have the ozone, It's I specifically guess. aerosol that's dissolving the ozone layer. Yes, yeah, CFCs. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, by the way, this is, this is totally exaggerated, but it could happen to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... That that underscores like that ruins so much of the movie right away because it does yeah so much of the movie is all these people in the woods going like why the hell are all the animals acting so weird and it's like well I mean we yeah I know you told us in the first thirty me, seconds yeah. of the movie you just kind of yeah. you kind of explained the, that so I mean the other important thing is that this movie has a shitload of B roll of animals and it was all <laughs> yes. shot in Todd vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Vision was very important. Todd Vision. Film. Yeah, at the beginning of the film, when they're doing the, the opening scroll, it's like, by the way, this movie was filmed in Todd Vision. Yeah, which is and then it's all... Todd AO35 film. <laughs> but it's just yeah. amazing to see filmed in Todd. Todd Vision. And then every single time you see B-roll of an animal, it's like zooming in and out on them, like... And that's Todd. That's Todd making that shot. That's Todd Vision. I That's love Todd. Todd vision. Todd has a lot of vision. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose that we should talk about some of the things that happen in this movie in between the start and the finish. What happens next? They, they walk, 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 walk. So movie starts with uh, a bunch of cops and, and a sheriff uh, sitting around a table at a bar listening to a newscast about the ozone layer depleting and they're like ozone layer <laughs> that'll never happen to us yeah you're, glad hey you remember how there was that. that hoax about them martians coming down so they're talking about like the day yeah, the, the the ozone layers of the world just like that radio thing i listened to back in the 40s remember that <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. And, and then we also cut to another group, which is the group of like 12 or so that are a bunch of rich white people from Cali, Beverly yes. Hills, probably. Some of them say uh, that explicitly later. Yeah. Yeah. Getting on a helicopter to go hiking in the woods. They're going to get dropped off at the top of the mountain and have to work their way down yeah. for fun and profit. That one. I great from the beginning. I was like, "Why they're in the wilderness already? Like they're in this big mountain town, and apparently that mountain town is at a high elevation because that will come up later." Yep. And but they need a helicopter to fly out because they need to be remote. It's just one of those things where it feels well, like the movie when you is go hiking or the movie. You don't hike up to a location, right? That would be dumb. You take a helicopter to the end and then hike back. That's how it always works. That's what happens when I go hiking. Yeah. They also yeah. are, they're gone for a while because they have scheduled, later on we find out they have scheduled food drops and stuff that they're supposed to interact with. Like this was the find yeah. food crates that a helicopter drops off for them, which 
Oh, that's a hell of a hiking trip, let me tell you. If you're taking like a week to go down, that you need to get extra food. But of course, they didn't bring any yeah. tents. <laughs> yeah, it's implied they don't even bring tents or sleeping bags or survival gear, something like that. They, they, I mean, I I don't know because it's weird. Basically, what the reason why we're saying that is that in the first day they start walking and they find a camp that's been abandoned. Uh, with the fire still going and like and hot coffees, coffees. Yeah. coffees and stuff like out and steaming and so like must have just happened they all just left oh, I have no idea huh? no idea why and they've got these big red tents there at this campsite and then they're like okay well I guess we'll just camp here and take their stuff and they just take all the stuff and camp they and steal eat all their, their food campsite. and then for the rest of the movie, every time they set up camp, they're in the same tents and stuff that they s- took from these people, I guess? So it's like, wait, did they not have their own tents? Like, why did they need to steal all the supplies from a yeah, different it's group? Like, it's like one two-person camping tent for all 12 of them. Yes, yeah, there's like also, one or two tents and that's it, yeah. Like, they were so ill-prepared for this it trip. It makes no like sense. It. Yeah. But... I mean, that would make sense if they were just, like, hiking up the mountain on their own, but they paid a fucking guide to do it. Yeah, they have a helicopter. guides. Yeah. Right? Like, what I mean, they're going to get dropped food. <laughs> they're going to get food drops, like, yeah. three days in because they're going to run out of food and they need to go and get their extra food. So, yeah, this movie does not understand right from the get-go. It's just already running into all these problems of... Sure did. Which, which is way different. They don't even understand hiking <laughs> or camping. Very different. Yeah. No. They they made a movie about, like, high altitude ozone layer turning animals, like, nuts and all of them camping up there. And they don't understand camping, altitude, ozone <laughs> animals. Nothing. Like, yeah. they don't understand Nothing. any... It's like, all right, what do we not know? Let's make a movie about all the things we don't know about. They don't they don't even understand the history of the earth, we find out later. Because they're talking no. about how there were no animals 155 million years ago. Motherfucker, the Triassic period was 200 million years ago. <laughs> yeah. There were dinosaurs, you idiot. Yeah, what they talk about how there's about? no there's no animals anywhere. There were no animals. He does say that there were reptiles, so I guess they're saying there's dinosaurs, but also there were still mammals. It just no, he died. said animals specifically. Yeah, I know. I that's it's... not how that works. <laughs> I don't. They don't even understand anything. Oh, this movie so is very goofy, frustrating because it just every scene you have to go like, wait, where did this come from now? Uh, uh, have you have you been hiking in the mountains, by the way? Uh, I used to do a lot of survival camping. Okay, Okay, so when you go out hiking, a fun activity is to find a bunch of pine cones and rip them open, right? Yes, so that you can eat the pine seeds inside. You can eat the pine nuts inside, yeah. Yeah. But like, as an activity for the group, just just go to the top of a mountain and rip open some pine cones. That's That's what you would pay me to do if I was a guide? Apparently... Okay, good. All right, I'm writing down notes for my next. <laughs> Why yeah, the fuck they... did they do that? That makes no sense either. Why are I... they going to the top of a mountain to open pine cones? They could do that at the bottom of the mountain. 
I mean, you also can't, you don't just get pine nuts by opening up already dried out pine cones that have already released all their seeds. Cause it's like, yeah, what? It, yeah, it it, no the whole, again, this is a movie about people that don't understand any of the things they're going to make a movie about. So they fly them up there. You've got Leslie Nielsen as this ad executive. Mm. You have a mom who absolutely hates her son, uh, a single divorced Beverly Hills mom who hates her kid because he's such a bad kid because he. And then there's a a couple that is fighting a lot. Never possible. Yep, there's a professor. Especially those high altitude areas where the sun is raised. Professor of uh, science. So there's the professor of professors. There's the yeah. two guides, uh, one white guy and one guy who's indigenous, and there's... There's the reporter woman. There's a reporter woman, uh, and then there's, like, another couple that they don't really explain, just, like, a young couple. Yeah. There's, like, the young yeah. hot couple, essentially. Because there's, there's Frank and his wife, girlfriend? I think it's just Frank's girlfriend. The, Frank's the guy that eventually moves Gets... off on his own. Because of stuff. Dogs. I told you that yeah, those, those, that was the damn that There were multiple couples. Then I there's guess. the younger couple. There's the younger yeah, couple. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the young couple. And then the the last one is there is a retired uh professional football, football yeah. player who's got bonitis. And so he's on his final trip, I guess. I I, I guess. So they sure. they all go up on the mountains together, and as this is happening, you kind of keep getting shots back of the sheriff in town, who seems like he's going to be a major character in this movie. Uh, and they talk about yeah, <laughs> boy, yeah. kind of shrugging. Like, yeah, it seems like I'm just yeah. saying. Hey, listen, it, <laughs> I'm not saying that it happens. I'm saying it seems like there's a setup that he is going to be in this movie for a long time. Yeah. And there's quite a few scenes with him at the beginning where they're talking about like, oh yeah, all the animal attacks are increasing, and oh no, there's more ozone newscasts and stuff. Like every. 15 minutes for the first 45 minutes of this movie, you keep cutting back to the sheriff and him just kind of doing small town shit and hearing Mm -hmm. about ozone on the radio. And eventually uh, the last time we, we see the sheriff getting woken up even because it's martial law. All, all lost it and they're killing everybody and you need to get down to the station. So yeah. M cock. (laughs) M. Cox, yeah. Come on. Through the woods for a while. They find the camp that's abandoned. Uh, Eventually, the one lady, when they go to sleep, uh, Mandy, who was part of the bickering couple. Yeah, yeah, the Frank and Mandy couple, yeah. Yeah, she gets mauled by wolves, and the guide tells him, because this is like the first or second day kind of thing, he goes, okay, you guys just go back to the ranger tower at the start of the hike, a helicopter will come for you and you know there'll be first aid supplies there whatever you just stay there hold tight we'll get a uh, helicopter for you and she doesn't have to hike down the mountain because she's kind of fucked up yeah and yeah wolf attack will do that to you tells frank to to take her back that direction and so the group splits up 
for reasons. Yep. <laughs> and, and as they're splitting up, the reporter goes, "Oh my god, I hope Mandy's okay." Oh, uh, I think she's just scared. Everything's she's just frightened. Oh my Nothing god, happened yeah, the... at all. Oh, she's just, I mean, she's just a little spooked. Meanwhile, Mandy's, it. like, dripping blood from, and they're, in that same conversation when they're like, well, she's, she's fine. She's just probably a little spooked. And then the, another person comes up and goes, she was so pretty. Do you think that she'll be scarred for life? Oh <laughs> because, my like, God. Because, like, she's so mauled. Because these wolves ripped her face apart. And so you're yeah, like, yeah. uh... And, and the I mean, reporter's still just like, oh, she, she was just scared. I'm oh. sure she's fine. Oh, it's you old silly willy. You <laughs> silly willy. So anyways, birds drag Mandy off a cliff. Get that weak ass bird shit out of here! <laughs> yeah, so, okay, okay, so the vultures and, and falcons and crows and all the other birds got together. They're like, hey, you want to see something cool? <laughs> do you want to do, do pull an epic prank? <laughs> So, so they surround Mandy and then grab her feet and drag her off the cliff so that she dies by falling. They don't yes. peck her to death. No. No, they throw no. her off a cliff. It'd be way funnier to throw her off a cliff and with her and then, husband's uh, boyfriend trying to pull her up. Yeah, and then Frank standing on top of the cliff afterwards, afterwards does like a full Vader, no, yes. at the sky. <laughs> That's a good scene. Damn birds! Uh, Yo. (laughs) Well, that is happening. The other group is just continuing on their fun little hike while Leslie Nielsen becomes increasingly racist to uh, the the one guide and everyone else. And he he just becomes a giant piece of shit throughout this movie. He's total monster um, he gets worse as the film goes like yeah the whole which, time like, yeah it he's escalates. the villain he's the main yeah. villain if there if there's a villain of this movie of this part of the movie because there's a lot of different parts of this movie he's the villain of one part of this many faceted film that we watched uh frank continues on and he finds a river yeah, yeah. He, Should we just get into the Frank story? The Frank, the Frank story is weird because he gets super dehydrated, so he's just wandering around in the woods, and then he he wanders into a river, and then because he's so dehydrated, he jumps into it face first, and proceeds to not drink any of it, but fake drink it while sloshing his face around in it. To be fair, if they had made him actually drink river, that'd have been much worse because you do yep. not drink river like that. <laughs> a bad idea. And, and then it, as he's sloshing his face around, you hear something near him. We're like, oh my god, it's another animal in the woods. A woods animal. <gasps> and he looks up, and there's just a small girl there. Inexplicably. For no reason. Yeah, there's a little girl sitting on the edge of the bank and at the top of this mountain that they had to helicopter to. Yeah. It's creepy he, he, as he shit. She's a little doll that floats past him and then looks up and there's a little girl there because she dropped her doll in the water to alert him or something. I don't know. And then he's like, little girl, I'll help you. And then he just and, acquires little girl. And now it's the story of Frank and this little girl while he forgets about his, his girlfriend wife slash girlfriend. wife. Yeah. Uh, his wife friend. <laughs> so yeah. my question to you is, why couldn't they have just let the wife live then? 
Why couldn't they let her live? I don't why, know. Because they, they needed a cool two. scene with a vulture pulling her off of a cliff. I I feel like it, it was just that that girl, that lady had a much better agent than most of them. And they filmed oh, probably, like two yeah. days of filming and they were like, we don't we don't want to be involved in this. We're going to just, uh, can we rewrite the script so that she's not in this film anymore? <laughs> just yeah, I want wanna... I want out of this. Well, what if we just yeah. have like some random girl show up in the woods and replace her? Yeah, all right. So to be clear, this small child throughout the rest of this film, we never ever ever find anything out about what happened. Does she have to a name? Her, if she has a name, yeah. If she has parents, why she was there? Was she attacked? Nothing. <laughs> Just... She, she is she is basically an item you pick up in a video game. Yes. Yeah. She just yeah. goes in the inventory for this like point and click adventure game, and Frank's pulling her out and like, do you use little girl on Ranger Tower? Um little Where do girl I go? on radio. <laughs> Where do yeah, I don't use little girl. Jesus. It's so bad. I don't there had to have been something, a rewrite or somewhere that they had to write Mandy out. Or there maybe they just a... wanted that scene and they're like, now what? Like I yeah, I have no idea something. why that was a thing. But the rest yeah. of the group continues and they start running out of food. Yeah, they make it eventually though to a food drop location, but all the food's been eaten by animals. Wow, weird. Imagine Which nobody would have seen. Yeah. <laughs> weird. You just drop a bunch of food into the woods and somehow animals will eat it. Pfft. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're eating it because they all are crazy from the chlorofluorocarbons, boys. <laughs> and after uh, they get there, they decide to camp there for the night at the food drop. Yes. So that they can then make it down the mountain the next day. But that night, a bunch of cougars attack. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no, they're wolves. Which... Are labeled as wolves in the closed <laughs> captioning. No, they, they I go, mean, like the movie says, they, they, they clearly wolves, said wolves go bark clearly bark. It's wolves. Wolves go bark bark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bark bark. Yeah. Good wolves. Yep. Leslie and... Nielsen at the same time, his ad executive character has been like increasingly yelling about, oh, you don't know what you're doing. All of our food's gone. We need to just get more aggressive where we should go and yeah. on and on and on. So there, there's kind of this rift forming in the group where there's like the Leslie Nielsen faction. And then there's the faction that's the guides, which sure. It really makes no sense because Leslie Nielsen's just this giant asshole to absolutely everybody. And he's just some yeah. ad executive that hired them as guides to lead him through the mountains. Cause he's never been in the mountains. And he's like, well, I know the mountains better than anybody. And it's like, do, wait, do, do you do though? You? What? Yeah. <laughs> Why would that, you? Eventually the group splits because Leslie mm -hmm. wants to go to a tower. Yeah, he wants to go back to the ranger tower with everyone. Go back else. to the ranger tower. And the guide group's like, no, we need to get off the mountain. Yeah, they go, go we need to go tower. down to a lower elevation. And everybody goes, well, why? And he's like, the well, because... The, the ozone and the animals are only going crazy at high elevations. To which you say, 
what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? And especially yeah. because none of these characters have been privy to any of the broadcasts that would let them know that that's what's happening. So no. even though it doesn't like it doesn't make sense outside of the movie, but it also doesn't make sense inside of the movie. <laughs> like even if you accept it's absolutely asinine pre uh, like pretense that there's going to be animals losing their shit because they're at high altitudes because ozone why whatever why would yeah. he know to go down to lower altitudes they've just been up in the mountain the whole time uh, <laughs> yeah af after but after the group splits uh, -huh. uh it cuts cuts back to the town okay yeah, sheriff's yeah, being woken up sheriff's being woken up at night by his uh deputy who says it's really going crazy down here with all this ozone business you yeah, his his deputy, get the fuck down here. Martial Law. Yeah, Martial Law, the uh, the character from the Tekken series. <laughs> yes. Yeah, then he's like, "Oh, the military is here. It's Martial Law. The animals are killing everyone." And the sheriff's like, "It's fucking one in the morning. Go back to bed. The fuck <laughs> are you doing? I'm trying to sleep." And he's like, all right, so, fine. I'll go down to the station. Yeah, but right first, now, as quickly as possible. So anyway, I'm going to go to the kitchen and make some ribs. I'm real <laughs> hungry at one in the morning, and I need some ribs. So he goes to his fridge, and he pulls out a plate of ribs that he's going to start cooking in the oven. Yeah, we need you down to the station immediately. It's martial law. Hold on a minute. How long are the ribs going to take to cook, right? <laughs> That's going to be at least an hour baking. I... I have no idea what the fuck they were doing with this. And and his ribs get attacked by a bunch of rats. And our sheriff friend, well, friend's a strong word, our sheriff yeah. asshole, uh, says something like, well, he doesn't say it, but he thinks it really hard. I'm still going to eat those ribs. I don't care. He totally does. Yes. <laughs> I don't give a shit. The rats are all over it and pooping on it and peeing on it and biting all that. I want those ribs. Because, yeah, he gets ribs. a knife to fight the rats off of the ribs so that he can yeah, save he wants the, ribs. the ribs. He wants, he the, wants ribs. the ribs so bad. Which, like, so, I mean, if I had a plate <laughs> in my kitchen covered with a dozen rats swarming it, my first option is not to grab a knife and attack them so that I can eat them good ribs. That's not my first instinct. That's, that's your mistake. You got to get those ribs. Those I are good ribs. I've you know, I'm starting to realize I just need to go for them ribs. Yep. So he so goes, goes for them ribs. Yeah, he goes after the rats with a steak knife. You know, and the rats start jumping on him and biting his face and everything. And he grabs one and stabs it and then runs out. No, note, by the way, there were like 12 rats. Yes. He, he grabs one, kills it, goes to his back door, throws it out of his porch. He's like, fuck you, rat. I wanted those ribs. <laughs> Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And as he's doing that, a dog's out there being like, "Sup, motherfucker! A cab, what up?" God, this dog has been watching it. This dog he's is been, in every he's been scene. A cab him in every like, scene, staring at him. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. So then he runs back in and like shuts the dog out. I think. Yeah, and and he runs back up to his wife and he's like, "We gotta go. The animals are attacking everybody." I didn't listen to what I was explicitly told two minutes ago because I wanted ribs. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. okay. So now we're getting like 
that this is an apocalypse kind of scenario because all the animals are anywhere over 5,000 feet have all started just forming into gangs and attacking people. And they even say it's like an army because the animals aren't like rabid. They're not attacking everything. They're yeah. specifically ganging up and killing people. Only humans. Like, yeah, and the birds are like, uh, uh, Roger, Roger, there's a human down here four feet away and down the street to the left. And the dogs yeah, are it's implied that. the birds are like them. scouting yeah. for the rest of the animals. Like, because the birds will like fly up, see the they group, all talk to each and other. And then cougars will run in and grab yeah. them. And you're like, what the Okay, so we've got the good ribs. The group's kind of splitting up. And they just kind of keep getting successive weird animal occurrences, right? Like there's the cougar attack. Mm-hmm. And everybody everybody lives in the cougar attack, don't they? Or somebody die? I don't even remember. Mm, they do live. I I'm a little confused. So cougars attack, birds attack, wolves attack, fish don't attack. Snakes because they couldn't train because they couldn't train fish. I guess they couldn't show. Yeah, they couldn't. Sh- they didn't know how to show fish. Because yeah. later on, they're in water with fish, and the fish are fine, apparently. Apparently, the fish are fine, yeah. But, yeah, the group splits off. Leslie Nielsen's team goes to the tower. The uh, guides go back down. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff is working with trying to evacuate people from the town. So these are, like, the three groups that we're kind of following right now, well, I guess. Four, and and the Frank group. group. There's also the Frank and the Little Girl, which... Yeah, and the Frank and Little Girl group, for some reason. Sure. Yep, and as the the sheriff's going into the office, finally, after eating his (laughs) plate of of rat-infested ribs, (laughs) uh, we hear, like, one cop organizing people. He's like, all right, all of you got a number. One, two, three, four, five. We're going to go in order. Uh, seven, one, and then he cuts one. back and goes to like four again, and then three again. Don't, don't interrupt! Don't interrupt me! I'm trying to can't hold up. I gotta. <laughs> I'm gonna pop off my shoes. There's a lot of people here. I gotta do the counting. All right. This <laughs> is like many... a, This town's population is like ten thousand. He's counting them individually, one at a time. It's real good. I yeah. Know. What? Why is a whole little city that he's trying to count out? <laughs> And that's all that we see. We just see him doing that's that it. counting. And, and, and then, then we don't see that group for a long time, right? Like, Well, spoiler alert, we never see them again. Yeah. It, except that there is one scene that later on, way, way, way later at the very end of the film, when there's a dead body that falls out of a truck, spoiler, I go, wait, is that the sheriff? I think that was the sheriff. Is that the sheriff? But it also doesn't make any sense because that body falls out of a military truck from the driver's seat. So, but he's the sheriff. So why was he in the military? Why truck? was he in the like? What the? F- yeah, what? It just no sense. Absolutely drops that plot entirely. Has no idea what to do with it, and realizes that it doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. And also, honestly, probably doesn't fit in the budget because no, they're filming in the woods. They're not filming in town and doing, like, their big apocalypse stuff, even though 
that's all apparently happening. So yeah, that just drops and you never see him again, except when he's dead, maybe, because I think it maybe, was maybe yeah. the same person. It's like a split second thing where this body falls out of the military truck. Uh, and other than that, that's the end of the sheriff's story and that part of the movie. It it just peters out. Done yeah. with that, I guess. So the group that's going down, we kind of leave the group that's going down the mountain for a little while because they're yep. out like fishing for food and different things and doing all that stuff. And they seem to be getting on just fine. You kind of have them having conversations about like, oh man, if only we were better stewards of the environment because this movie is environmentalism, if only, if only we didn't shoot so much aerosol into the ozone there. <coughs> Explicitly stated. <coughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Sorry, I just choked on water. Oh, do you need some ozone? I could use some ozone. But yeah, so they have this big yeah. philosophical discussion about environmentalism. That's yeah, because like the reporter even says, I spent so much time reporting on life instead of living it. Oh, and if only Jesus. I lived life instead of reporting on other people's lives, wouldn't the world be better? I now feel like I'm reporting on myself. And I'm giving a failing grade. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like yeah, shut something the fuck like up. that. It's so shut the fuck up. What are you nine. talking about? What are you talking about? <sighs> Add Meanwhile, to the list of things they don't know about reporters. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's also the same scene where the professor's like, there were no living animals ever in the mm. entirety of the world 155 million years ago. He's like, no, no. There's a fucking record. Yeah. There's a fucking record. But uh, the other group cuts back to Leslie, and Leslie's shirtless walking around in the woods now, uh, turning into yeah. a mountain man, and just Re going loopy. Le Leslie <laughs> going Nielsen loopy. goes from being a racist asshole to, like, full apocalypse now in about 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, he just... he's like, I got my <laughs> own group, time to start taking over. Hey, come on, I think Mr. Jensen makes sense. Five minutes later. Jensen! I'll kill you! Leslie Nielsen has been ingesting Ayn Rand this whole time. And when I'm saying that, I mean he's not reading it. He's just been literally eating the books. Because he's yep, just yep. losing it. Because, like, he's walking around and then... He starts giving some speech, but like, yeah, you know, me being an ad exec was one thing, but now that I am a mountain man who owns the world and gonna get us off this mountain alive, I get whatever I want, and I get what I want by taking what I want, and I'm gonna take everything, including that woman over there, because I'm a man, and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then <sighs> her boyfriend, because it's the young couple that went with them, her boyfriend's yeah. like, Leslie Nielsen, shirtless Leslie Nielsen, I'll kill you. I'll fucking kill you. And, and then Leslie just stabs him with a spear, I guess, and murders him in cold blood very easily. Yeah. With his spear. He's got, it's just a walking stick. He just has a branch and he just charges yeah. the guy and runs him through and he dies unceremoniously very quickly. Sure. To which Leslie Nielsen then, because it's pouring rain now and there's thunder yeah. cracking and stuff. 
Wesley Nielsen looks at the sky shirtless as rain falls on him and he goes, I'm a man! I'm <laughs> just a man. This big yell your, at the yeah, world. And he's like, screw I'm murdered. God. I don't need a god. The only god I need is AdSense. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you talking about, Leslie Nielsen? Oh, that, uh, but but during that thunderstorm is like lightning striking everywhere uh mm-hmm. he goes he goes after that same woman again which is gross but yeah, it sucks smoky the bear comes out of the woods with a shovel mm-hmm. yeah smoky <laughs> brings a shovel to this fight because we know what's gonna happen <laughs> and, and he's our hero because they didn't put out that fire that they left two days ago at the, <laughs> at the campsite <laughs> Were you responsible for the fire? <laughs> Leslie Nielsen just runs at the bear, like shirtless, shirtless and hairy, like, to just uh, it starts wrestling the bear up, and he just starts yeah. wrestling it and loses. Obviously, Wh- what? No, it's the bear. It is a really funny scene seeing Leslie yes. Nielsen wrestle a bear. I'm gonna. That's mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. the highlight of the film. Yeah, if there is one, that's that's up there. It's such There's a bad a context as to what was happening to lead up to that scene, yes. which kind of sours it, I'm going to be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah, more but, than a little. But at least Smokey the Bear got him. <laughs> at least okay Smokey the Bear just mauls the shit out of Leslie Look, Nielsen. Smokey, Smokey carries that shovel for a reason. It's to bury him. Yes, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Smokey, never let it distract you. The Smokey the Bear bought a fucking shovel to the fight with Leslie Nielsen because he knew what was going to happen. Gonna, just going to dig him his grave. So then uh-huh. Leslie's dead and the rest of that group eventually gets to... I'm just going to finish off Yeah, that. yeah, they, they, get to a, just... they get to a, a downed helicopter... Uh, on their like, way back to the ranger station. None of these groups ever meet up again. No, they don't. Like, any of the group, anytime that anybody splits off from the group or they go to a different location like the sheriff, none of those people will ever interact again with each other. So we might as well just view them as distinct little movies because that's they all are, that it yeah. is. They are. And he, yeah, that group goes up to the mountain. They find a downed helicopter because of, with a... It, this was amazing. You went, why? And I went, Borks, there's an environmental bird in the rotors. <laughs> like, there's like, there's like environmental storytelling, baby. <laughs> a bird because oh, a rotor. bird took it down. A yeah, bird, like, went in the rotors and attacked the helicopter to down it, I guess. And then they just all yeah. run into the helicopter because a bunch of wolves are there to maybe chase them. And they lock the doors. And it shows all the wolves attacking the sides of the helicopter. And that's where we leave that group until we get the final group. And until the end, yeah. 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 And and then Frank makes it down to the town. Yes, let's with the resolve girl. the Frank story. And, and Frank is just wandering around, bashing on doors, making as much noise as possible. Well, the mm-hmm. same dog that said ACAB earlier is following him around. Yeah. And... And then they get into a car, which has its keys in it still, but it won't start. So he tells the little girl to stay in the car. He's going to grab a hammer and try to take out this dog so we can get to his car, which is right next door. That's like literally three cars down in the same parking lot. And he didn't go to that one first. Inexplicably, for no reason. 
so so he does that he he menacingly holds the hammer up to the dog so the dog doesn't attack opens up the door to his car gets in and it's full of snakes Ah! That, that's right if the ozone layer goes the snakes will infest your car it could happen to you it could happen to you <laughs> the snakes bite him and then the dog attacks him while he's distracted and it shows the little girl being like the tear coming down her and, eyes and that is where she stays in that car for the rest until, of the film yeah till the very end of the film i don't even Right, we whatever. Got a little bit of resolution, I guess, to that plot line. Yeah. And, All right, and then so the, we've resolved the, the Frank group. plot line. We've yeah. resolved the other group. We're back to the main group with the two guides. Yep. Uh, they also make it to town in a different way, at a different location in town. Yeah. Well, they find they find a campground, like it's like a a bunch of cabins, right? Oh, what? I thought it was cabin. the same town, but it could be. No, I think that was sure. that was just cabins. That was just cabins. Okay. So they find a gotcha. bunch of cabins in the woods because it, it there's a lot of cabins, but they, it definitely looks like a, a campground cabin kind of thing. And yeah. when they get there, they, they go into this big like shelter area. If you've ever been to uh, a campground, like they kind of have like the big communal kitchen kind of thing where yeah. there's like a fire pit and a stove and all that stuff. And they're in there and they're looking around and it's like, oh, it looks like this is abandoned too. And they walk out, and a dog d- drops a surprise dog house. Yeah, a dog house. Like, from the roof onto them? Because there's a bunch of German shepherds that are in the cabins. Because they rented it out for an Airbnb that week, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they rented it out. It was expensive. And then they, they, all these they don't humans want other came people. in and started attacking them. Like, come started, on, you can't just yeah. go into ours. Yep. So they so, run to why, a cabin and board themselves why, up. It's such a fucking... What a move to drop a doghouse on them. <laughs> like, hey, makes fuck no you, sense. humans. Yeah. yeah, I brought... I dragged this to the top of the roof so I could insult you before we attack. God, weird. What? Weird thing. Yeah, but they, they run into a cabin, though. Yeah, that cabin scene is very much a Night of the Living Dead scene with, like, dogs, yes, you know, pushing their muzzles into the wall and trying to break down the doors and windows. Uh, fake dog paws. Yeah, I was going to say, this is when we get my highlight of the movie. It's only a brief, like, one-second scene, yeah. but you see an extremely fake dog paw reach through a knot in the wood to, like, grab at one of them. <laughs> Which is like, what's the, what's the dog gonna, it's a dog paw. What's the dog gonna do? Shake your hand? Like, what's, what the fuck is, what's scary about that? It's so good. And then suddenly it goes quiet. Mm -hmm. And the reporter's like, those were just dogs though. But they're dogs. Just dogs. 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 It's just dogs. Dogs. In one of the best delivered lines of this movie. <laughs> it's just dogs. It's so bad. It's so bad. And, and then, and then the German shepherds jump through the window. Yeah, when they let their guard down, it was just a ruse. Yep. You see, it was all a ruse. Uh, and, and they attack them. They they end up killing the professor and the football guy, who has yeah. done literally nothing this entire movie. 
I don't, I don't even know why he was here. He had bonitis. He had bonitis. That was all he had. That was the one thing. He didn't even get to throw his last football game. No. It was a, a day away from retirement. <sighs> but the, the guides and the reporter woman uh, break off. They escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, they run to a, a river and they're like, get in the water, get in the water. The dogs can't swim because they're dogs. And we've never seen a dog, so we don't know that dogs, in fact, actually definitely swim. Yep, but the reporter's like, I also can't swim. Fuck shit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's a dock here. Let's break the dock off with a hatchet that we could be using for self-defense and make a boat. Yeah. So they... What? (laughs) Knock the dock off of the river here and they jump in the water and they hold on to the dock as it floats down the rapids but two dogs jump on top of the thing like yeah they jump on the dock and the rest of them are just holding on to the sides because they kind of like fell off when the dogs attacked them again mm-hmm. and we see the dogs just sitting there happily like wagging their tails as they float yeah, down the really river happy. as the final it's shot like oh are we on a boat are we on a boat they're so excited as all these people are like hanging onto the sides of it, and these two dogs are just like, yeah, 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 we get to go on a ride. <laughs> just this having rules, a blast. This rules. Yeah. And they don't explain how they attacked these dogs or did anything with them, how they survived, because no. Now we get to the big reveal, the end of the movie, where it is revealed that that it kind of cuts back to the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Where they had locked themselves in. So we're back to the Leslie Nielsen group, minus Leslie Nielsen. And they hear a thunk, and all the animals die. Instantly. Boom. Just every animal above 1,500, uh, oh, 1,500 meters, 5,000 feet. I, I did some looking up because I have some things to mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Every animal above 5,000 feet instantly fucking dies and there's just all these corpses laying around and they're like oh well i guess we're fine then because humans aren't animals so we're totally safe and they correct just walk out and they're okay and then it cuts to the little girl in the truck and all of these guys walking around in suits that are like so like the the reflective material suits with gas they're like 70s hazmat suits basically kind of yeah and they're yeah they have radiation symbols on the arms which is really funny because it's like wait but this isn't radiation i thought it was a problem and then even better than that they start talking and revealing what happened which is that they're talking about how oh well these no-go zones should be safe now, you see. Uh, they'll all be normal in 24 hours. All the animals are dying, even though the humans are immune, which they don't explain, because they don't get the virus. The virus. It was a virus, you see, from the ozone layer. It got mutated by the ozone layer. The virus. Which is why we have to wear these radiation suits, you see. Because the ozone layer and the virus made the radiation suit. So they... 
<laughs> implied rescued the little girl. Oh, they, they go to the little girl and they go, oh, she's fine. I don't know. Um, I, She's maybe in shock. I don't think she is, though. She seems like she's, she's probably, probably fine. fine. Yeah, and then they also, they also <laughs> say, after saying all uh, the humans are immune, they then mm-hmm. explicitly say some of the humans are yes, immune. Yes, the next so sentence is... They literally mm-hmm. throw away what they literally just told us. Yes. For something else. Two so seconds I don't, later. I don't even know what they're doing. The If I wrote this movie, I would have embezzled a bunch of money and left. <laughs> Disappeared forever. Yeah, fair. Then the last scene is them just through the three final survivors that were on the dock, the makeshift yep. boat, laying on top of the dock with no, no dogs. dogs anywhere. Yeah, and they look up as they go under a bridge, and there's all a bunch of guys in the hazmat suits. So I guess they're fine. I know exactly why this scene happened, by the way, with all the hazmat suits and stuff. Sure, I know. I you don't have I don't have to look this up. I just know it's because the Andromeda strain was popular. Yes, it very much. This is like literally that. the Andromeda strain. I was thinking the same thing too i was like that that feels very much like the andromeda strain had to come out before this right yeah 1971 okay i, I double checked yeah, for that sure because i'm like just to, sure. just to triple check but yeah no it the, these direct the director and the producer are were well known for making knockoff mm-hmm. derivative garbage and this is uh Bunch of knockoff derivative yeah, it's, garbage. It's Night of the Living Dead. It's The Birds. It's Andromeda Strain. It's at least those three movies. Maybe more. It makes they're, they're ripping off. Yeah, so. it makes sense why it's so disjointed because it really yeah. feels like a mishmash of scenes that they liked from movies that were good, and they thought might sell their movie. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sure. This this movie has like some high moments and a hell of a lot of lows. There's not a lot of highs. There's no. not a lot. Of, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. There are very few highs. The f- thing that I one of the things that I wanted to mention is like so all animals above five thousand feet of elevation all instantly die, and everybody goes, oh, "Okay, it's fine." And they they also say, "God, right in the the little broadcast where they're like, oh, the virus yeah. is going away because the ozone hole is going away. The ozone hole fixed itself in the last 24 hours. Yep, sure. But also, if all animals above 5,000 feet died, and, and they're like, oh, this is just a, a small localized thing. There's only a few places that are at high elevation that really got hit hard. Good thing that we, we didn't have any major problems from this. I looked it up. 500 million people live above 5,000 feet of elevation. Hey, uh, did you know that Denver is located at 5,200 mm-hmm. feet? Nope. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah, no, no, no. throw that out there. You did know. you know that the Mexican Plateau, which contains most yeah. of Mexico, is about 5,000 feet? Also, I don't think they understand viruses. If the ozone no. layer closed, that wouldn't change the mutation on the virus. Oh, it would keep d- d- we don't need... We, if we talk about all the things they don't understand in this one, we're going to be here a while. <laughs> the only thing I know they understand is Smokey the Bear. Look, they've got Smokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smokey and that dogs understand. hate cops. Those are the two things. 
they nailed that. Yeah. So that's Day of the Animals. I guess. Sure. Whatever. I don't. I chose this movie on accident. <laughs> you sure did. I might need yep. to pick the next movie. <laughs> you might. You might need to pick the next one. I think I'm. I think I'm losing it. <laughs> I think that you. I think your touch is slipping here a little bit. I've had a couple of couple of bait and switches in the last little while. This one though was you bait and switching me because I thought we were gonna have a cool PCP zoo movie and we got this pile of shit. We'll have to we'll have to do that movie later. That movie yeah, yeah, still sounds good, but oh man. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks thanks for listening, everybody. I guess we should rate the dogs before we go. Yeah, uh, there were there were multiple doggos. There was a lot of dogs in this there, film, actually. There's there's a what is it it's like mutt dog that hates cops that is constantly looking at the sheriff like fuck you uh that dog is cool as shit love that dog that that dog's rad as hell it protects that little girl from that awful awful guy who frank yeah yeah who took her stole her from the woods away from her parents without asking her anything by the way little girl has zero lines no no she has one she yells no a couple times right no yeah but she has like two lines in the movie it's incredible she just never talks but he saves her from frank because she's managed to get rescued and frank screams at her for no reason in one scene it's almost like his girlfriend died by being thrown off a cliff by vultures and then he wandered in the woods dehydrated for days maybe this is frank's story for how he got rid of his wife (laughs) no no no. the birds threw her off a cliff i swear (laughs) totally yeah, he sucks. Uh, there's the German shepherds that throw the doghouse at them. They're pretty cool. They're they're a counter revolutionary group. They're rising up yeah. against the humans. <laughs> Take yep. back I think your houses. The, they're well organized. Uh, they said, "Screw your housing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna make our <laughs> own housing." Yeah, they're ready to take down landlords. Uh, I I like them, and I would like them to join me in this revolution. So I would give them a. Uh, 12 out of 10. They're good dogs. Yeah. They got a yeah. wonderful ride down the river. Beautiful dogs. Yeah, beautiful dogs. Uh, and then there's the wolves, I guess, that attack. Yeah, there's a and bunch of different wolves and there's other... Like there's some wolves. other dogs and yeah. some other scenes in the town, I think. Like, they don't really do anything, in the background. Though. No, yeah. there's just some background yeah. dogs. Yep. Uh, background dogs get a background dog out of 10. That's a good dog mm-hmm. on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm done with this thing. That's for yeah. sure. Uh, thanks for listening again, everybody. Uh, thanks for checking us out, following us on Twitter at Rough Cuts Cast, on TikTok at Rough Cuts Cast, because we have a TikTok now, which y'all should follow. We're we're hip and cool, we're which you already cool spliced a God. I I had no idea that you did that. You spliced a different trailer over the Unleashed trailer, and the mm-hmm. timing of it is incredible. It's really good. Mm-hmm, I appreciated mm-hmm. that one. I did. I had no idea that you'd made that thing. Uh, you can also email us at roughcutscast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions um, for movies or mm-hmm. questions, anything like that. And we have a Patreon. It helps support purchases and uh, everything that we do to help run this show. So Yeah, and uh, we had a couple like... of new patrons uh, in June, so we really appreciate that. It does... We do actually have significant costs in a lot of ways for this film, besides just our time. Uh, Boyks in particular yeah. has spent a lot of time setting up some VHS tapes and 
getting all the gear to like rip that onto your computer and yeah. everything Plus like that. fees for... and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's yeah. a lot going on there. Uh, but yeah, that, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Maybe next time I'll pick a movie that's uh, dogs. Just dogs. But they're dogs. Just dogs. Chirping video playing the whole time. <laughs> just... <laughs> right? Like, that has to be something we talk about. Mm-hmm. It's important. What? I don't, man, we I can't to, believe we that need you to picked, tell everybody I can't believe how absolutely picked, dumb we are. I can't believe you picked the wrong movie. That has has nothing to do with me, though. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh.